Hallelujah. I'm going to continue our message and our series, All in Hope. But interestingly, I'm going to talk about hope in hopelessness. Hope in hopelessness. How do we find hope in hard times, in difficult times, in times when everything feels like all is gone? Because in this life, hard times will come. Difficult times will come. Strange times will come. Like 2020, the time of COVID. I haven't still recovered till now. It was like a useless year. Literally, the year did not exist. It just came to pass. (laughs) And I'll take my Okay, those online, you are welcome to today's service. We love you, and we pray that you have a wonderful time with us. I'll take my foundational text from Romans chapter 4, verse number 8. And I read. Against all hope. Abraham, in hope, believed, and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Against all hope, Abraham hoped. In other words, hope was against Abraham, but he still hoped. When God called Abraham, he was 75 years old. As at that time, he was married and had no children. And he was old. At the age of 85 years old, God had blessed him according to the promise he gave to him when he left his father's house. He was still married and had no children. At the age of 95 years old, God was still with him. God loved him. He was still married. And had no children. He was extremely concerned. And he told God, I have everything. But yet, I remain childless. The problem wasn't Abraham. The issue was Sarah, the wife. The Bible said she could not conceive. And she was old. Abraham was loved by God. Abraham was blessed by God. But yet, he was facing a challenge he couldn't solve. And God had promised him that he would bless him with many children. In Genesis chapter 15, verse number 5 and 6, the Bible says, God took him outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them, Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. Abraham believed the Lord, and he credited it to him as righteousness. It is amazing how Abraham believed God for what he has said, even though the wife could not conceive, and she was old. She couldn't conceive. Just imagine, especially our, our mothers who are here, 
and you are above 60. Think about it. Getting pregnant now. Abraham knew she could not conceive, yet he believed. He hoped against hope. Hope was against him. He still believed. As believers, as long as we are in this world, this fallen world, challenges, hard times, difficult situations will come to us, just like Abraham. We will find ourselves in situations that we cannot solve. We can't do anything about. Very difficult. But yet we have to keep hope alive. Because of who we have believed. Because of who we serve. And because of what God is capable of doing. Now what is hope? Hope is a confident expectation built on solid certainty of God. In other words, hope is expecting based on what your God is capable of doing. You have an expectation, not because of your ability or what you are capable of doing, but because of what your God is capable of doing. So you have hope. You believe. Paul said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In other words, when you are drawing your strength, know how God is powerful to come through for you. When you look at your situation and you see how useless and how hopeless it is, don't look at yourself. Look at your God. Can I hear an amen? The Bible says that in Psalm 20, verse number 7, some trust in chariots, others trust in horses. But when it comes to me and you, our trust is in the name of the Lord. Our trust is in the name of our Lord, knowing what he can do. He is more than able. He is more than capable. He is more than delivering you from that situation. It's more than doing anything that he is capable of doing. Mm. Hoping against hope means never giving up. Even when the odds are stacked against you or expecting a particular outcome, even when it is decidedly or unclearly unlikely, never giving up. You have to hope that things will get better. You have to hope that the healing will come. You have to hope that the miracle will come. You have to hope that your son will be saved. Your daughter will be saved. You have to hope that your drunkard son will come to a place of repentance. You have to hope that your finances will get better. You have to hope that you will get a better job. You have to hope that things will change. You have to hope that this season will surely pass. You need to keep hope alive. Hope must be alive in you. Keep it alive. Like Abraham. The situation was that bad. Not because of him. 
that because of the wife, but yet he believed. The re- I believe, this is not in the Bible, but I believe. The reason why God made him the father of many nations and the father of faith is because even God was surprised at Abraham. Because the Bible says that God counted to him as righteousness just because he believed. Because God knew he was a human being, a normal human being. But yet he believed his wife who could not conceive all these years. As at that time, Sarah was 90 years old. And the Bible said that Abraham believed. God was surprised. And so God said, you know what? When it comes to the father of faith, I've given it to you as a gift. <laughs> Amen? Oh, go ahead, you can clap. You can clap alone. Don't look at anybody. Just feel free and clap. <laughs> Amen? I had a story about a woman in Kentucky. Very interesting story. She's a single mother of three children. And she didn't have enough. The month was coming to an end. And everything in the house, as long as grocery was concerned, was getting finished. She would wake up early in the morning and she would pray in a very loud voice. She would pray. And his neighbor, her neighbor could hear her praying. She would be praying and asking God, Father, please provide for the family. Give us food to eat. As you can see, I have nothing in my refrigerator. When I open it, all I need is green, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, ham, chicken, 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 green, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, ham, chicken, chicken, chicken. She will ask God all those things. And the neighbor will hear it. And the neighbor doesn't believe in God. He's an atheist. And she will be disturbed. And he will say, this woman have no idea that there is no God. She is crazy. There's nothing like God. I will prove to her that there is no God. After several days of disturbance, the neighbor went to the grocery store and everything she was asking for, he bought it double and brought it to her doorstep the following morning. When she opened the door for the first day in the morning, she saw all the groceries and she began praising God. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And the neighbor was hiding and laughing at her. And he came out and he said, there is no God. God did not do this. I did it. There is no God. And she shouted, hallelujah. Yes, God did it. And he used the devil to pay for it. Are you giving God praise? God did it and he made the devil pay for it. He did it and he made the devil pay for it. Yeah. In the state of proving to the woman that God is not alive and God is not real, God used him to provide for the woman. God did it and he used the devil to pay for it. Hallelujah. If God saved you before, he will save you again. If God healed you before, he will heal you again. If God delivered you before, he will deliver you again. If God helped you before, he will help you again. 
If God provided for you before, he will provide for you again. If God came through for you before, he will come through for you again. If God made a way for you before in the past, he will make a way for you again now and in the future. God is more than capable. God is more than capable. God is more than able. This is the God that we serve. Hallelujah. Can I say it like Mr. Willie? Hallelujah. How would you know as a believer that God would definitely come through for you in times of difficulties or hopelessness? Truth number one. When you see little victories in the midst of your situation, you'll be surprised that in the times when things have gone, let me use the Ghanaian word, haywire, or things have become bad, you'll be surprised the kind of things that God is still doing in the midst of that hard situation. David said, count your blessings and name them one by one, one, by one and it will surprise you the things that God has done. You will realize that things are hard on this side of the curtain. But yet God is showing up on the other side of the curtain. That is a proof that he will surely come through for you. It is a proof when you see the little victories in the midst of the difficulties. Truth number two. When you get to hear other people's testimonies of what God has done for them. Because if God is close to your neighbor, who is around your neighborhood, then it means he's close to you. If God is blessing Dale and he's doing some amazing things for Dale, I know because he's my friend, he's coming close to me and he's going to bless me. The testimonies you hear from other people will encourage you to know that God is still blessing people and God is still making a way. If he healed her, he will heal me. If he blessed her, he will bless me. If he made a way for her, he will make a way for me. The testimonies of others is an assurance that God will come through for you as well. Truth number three. Remember his promises concerning your life and his promises in his word for you. He said, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? That was the challenge that God threw to the people of Israel. I am the God of all flesh. In other words, I am the God of every human being. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there something you can bring before me that is more difficult for me to do? David said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. From where comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. He that made the heavens and the earth. If God can make the heavens and the earth in six days, tell me, what is your situation? How bad is your situation? Six days. Six days. How bad is your situation? The reason why this message is important is because no matter who you are, even if you are in my uniform, including myself, Challenges will come. 
situations that you are not happy about will come. Let me talk to the youth. You know, when we are youth, I'm still a youth anyway. We have this kind of bubbles in our minds. We are always excited about everything. But there is real challenges in this life. And it will come. It doesn't mean that God is not with you. Or God has forsaken you. It is a time to test your faith like Abraham. Remember this. You see this uniform? This uniform? Anytime you remember or you come to a place of difficulty, remember I said this, that God is still with you. He hasn't left you. He's just taking you through a time for you to learn some things in life. Challenges will come. Tough times will come. Difficult times will come. As long as we are in this world and we haven't gone to heaven yet, but yet, God is still alive. And so we have to keep hope alive. Valerie told me to tell you this morning that hope is very important. Please give it up for her. What do you do during times of difficulties? What do you do? Have positive emotions. Be optimistic. One thing I love about Pastor Gino is that when you ask him how he's doing, he'll tell you, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. I am still alive. I love that about him. He's speaking what is good. Make sure that you are around friends that will help you come to that point. The joy of the Lord is our strength. When you are joyful in the midst of your situation, God will come through for you. When you are joyful in the midst of hard times, God will come through for you. Because you know what, God, you know what that particular way of lifestyle brings? Or do you know what it does? It makes the enemy confused. After all that I'm doing against her, she's too joyful. Of course, she's a child of God. Be joyful. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse number 16. It says, when your words come, I add them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. The word of God brings joy. Number two, engage God in worship and in prayers. Engage God in worship and in prayers. Just worship all alone in times of difficulties. Worship. Play songs like what you heard today. It is well. Yahweh, play songs and then be praying and be praying and be praying and be praying. Pray. Bring out your heart before God. Engage him in worship and in prayer. Number three, what to do in times of difficulties. Build godly relationships. 
godly relationships. There are some people, when you are going through tough times and you speak to them, the things that come out of their mouth is venom, poison. When they speak, it kills your spirit. When you tell them, I'm going through that, I'm going through that, I am sick and it's difficult for me. Oh, don't worry. God will help you. But even if you die, God will take care of your children. Even if I die, they just speak venom. Go to the one that will speak life into your life. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. In other words, words carry life. And they are powerful. So be with that friend or go to that pastor that will speak life to you. I know you are sick, but God will come through for you. God will help you. God will heal you. Even if he doesn't heal you, he will still heal you. Let it be that friend that will speak the right words to you. Make sure you are in church. Don't forsake the garden of the brethren. Don't be alone. Because the church will stand with you. Don't miss home group. No matter how bad the situation is, make sure you are there. You need the brethren to encourage you. You need the brethren to stand with you. You need the brethren to be with you. Build godly relationships. Zechariah chapter 9, verse number 12. It says, return to your fortress. You prisoners of hope, even now I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. When you become a prisoner of hope, God has promised that he will give you double for your trouble. He will restore twice to you just because you have become a prisoner of hope. You are in the prison of hope. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lamentations, chapter 3, verse number 24. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. To the one who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. In other words, no matter what, as long as you are a child of God, he will save you. You just have to wait. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, even if he will not deliver us, we will still not bow. Diane will tell you, don't bow. Even if, oh, king, I love what they said. They said, oh, king, we are not careful to answer you when it comes to situations like this. Even if our God will not deliver us, will not bow. They kept hope alive until they were thrown into the fire. And in the fire, they still had hope. And hope delivered them. If you are alone, you can clap. Don't look at anybody, just clap. Feel free. That's right, I love that. Sometimes you feel like if you clap, you need some people to help you to clap. Don't worry. Clap. <laughs> Life is filled with difficulties or hard times, and it comes to anyone and everyone. Whether you are saved or not saved, 
we sometimes find ourselves in situations that makes us feel hopeless. Situations too difficult for us that we cannot solve and we have no answers for. Difficult times are inevitable. And hope is a necessity. Hope is what fuels our faith. Let me give you this sayings. Hope shines brightest when the hours is darkest. Hope brings motivation when discouragement comes. Hope energizes when the body is tired. Hope sweetens while bitterness bites. Hope sings when all melodies are gone. Hope believes when all evidences has been eliminated. Hope listens for answers when no one is talking. Hope climbs over obstacles when no one is helping. Hope endures hardship when no one is caring. Hope smiles comfortly when no one is laughing. Hope reaches for answers when no one is asking. Hope presses towards victory when no one is encouraging. Hope dares to give when no one is sharing. Hope brings victory when no one is winning. Hope is a necessity. Yeah. Job chapter 14, verse number 79. It says, at least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again. And its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground, and its stump die in the soil. Yet, at the scent of water, it will bud and put forth shoots for a plant. Even a tree. That is what the Bible says. Even a tree. In other words, tree is nothing. How much more you, a child of God, if God will take care of the tree and at the sense of water, it will bud again. How about you? God will make sure that your situation will come to an end and he will turn the tables around. Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 16. It says, For though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. But the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. As a child of God, no matter how many times you fall, God will help you rise again. David said, weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. It is for a season. It is for a time. I have been in some situations I thought it would never end. I have prayed. I have prayed. I have cried. I have worshipped. I have done everything I could. It wasn't ending. I have been in a room. I have prayed and prayed. I didn't come out. You can ask my wife. Prayed and prayed and prayed. Three days, I didn't come out of the room. She brings me water and goes back. That's all. Praying. Nothing changed. Two, praise God. Two years down the line, Things began to change. And then the Holy Spirit brought to my understanding 
that the reason why it didn't come through for me is because it was teaching me patience. It wasn't the right time for that thing I was asking for. And that thing I was asking for eventually will come to me, but yet it wasn't time. It wasn't time. But I went through a lot in that season. But God taught me the lesson in a hard way. The Lord will help you. The Lord will come through for you. Ecclesiastes, verse 9, verse 4. The sayings of Solomon. Anyone who is among the living has hope. Even a live dog is better than a living lion. Sorry, a live dog is better than a dead lion. <laughs> it's a funny saying, right? <laughs> Let me say it again so you can laugh more. Anyone who is among the living has hope. Even a live dog is better than a dead lion. At least they come back. Situations may change. Circumstances may change. Life may change. The family may change. The country will change. The city will change. Like what is going on in America at the moment with this crazy transgender thing. Crazy. Everything may change, but God does not change. The Bible says it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still God. God by himself, God all alone, God almighty, God the most high. Everything may change, but your God will not change. Because of that, keep hope alive. You see, I preach for two hours. If it's time, please help me. Forgive me. When all else fails, you can count on the word of God. Psalm 146. Blessed are those whose hope is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. Blessed are those whose hope is the God Almighty, whose hope is the Lord their God. Can I hear a big amen? The God of Jacob. The God Almighty. He says you are blessed when your hope is in him. You are blessed when you have placed your hope in the one who is able and more than able. The Bible says that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you could even imagine. You can what you could even imagine? Yes. Wow. And it is true. How to find God's hope in difficult times? Number one, I'll run through quickly. Remember God's mercies. His mercy endures forever. He is good 
and his mercies endures forever. Mercy speaks when we are guilty, and yet God gives to us what we don't deserve. Yeah. He is good, and his mercies endures forever. Remember his compassion. Remember God's compassion. His love never fails. His love for you is unfailing, no matter what. Number three, remember his faithfulness. Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Even when we are not faithful, God is faithful. Even when we can't do much, God is still faithful. He is faithful to his plans towards you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. In conclusion, I can have the band now. He is faithful to his plans for your life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I know the plans I have towards you. I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That is the God we serve. He has great plans for us. Good plans for us. Because of his faithfulness. I love this one. Colossians chapter 12, chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 27. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah. In other words, when all is done on this earth, we have a glorious place to be, which is heaven. So no matter the situation, no matter how bad it is, this life will pass. But as children of God, we have a better place, which is heaven. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Can we be on our feet? I want us to pray this prayer. Let us be on our feet. You can feel free to worship with this last song. If you need prayers during this time, and you need to, you want, you want myself, Pastor Gino, my wife, Diane, Pastor Travis, and the elders to pray for you. You can come to this side while the worship goes on, and we'll pray for you. But if you just want to worship, 
and just lay your heart out like Hannah. And pour out your heart based on the situation. Based on what you are going through. Won't you just pour out your heart where you are or at the altar here on the left, you can feel free. Don't look at anybody. It's about you. You know what you are going through. When you come here, nobody will come and pray for you because we know you want to pour out your heart. But when you come to this side of the altar, then we know you need prayers. We will do that for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, comfort your people. Comfort us. Strengthen our hope in you and keep our hope alive in you because of who you are. Have your way in everything of ours and let your glory be seen in us. Take your praise in the name of Jesus.